0: Welcome to Outlaw Sports Betting Club. Odds on the NFL with the Outlaw Michael Tomczyk and. TJ, the old goat. And today we have a special guest. Stephanie joins us on the show today. Stephanie is a former cheerleader. And uh, we have a few questions for the cheerleading squad, I think, there. TJ, what do you think? All right, what's, what's your question there for Stephanie to kick it off? Well, we should, Stephanie, say hello.
1: Hey, guys. Um, I did do cheerleading for a little while, so I can give a little information on it. So, T.B., what's your question?
2: Well, it's kind of a weird question, I think. But at one time when the Seahawks were first being formed, they, were, uh, they almost became the walruses. And I was just wondering how many cheerleaders would want to be a Wallerette.
1: (laughs) I wouldn't. I personally wouldn't, but that's like, maybe somebody would. um, Would you? I wouldn't.
0: Yeah, that's kind of a weird name. You know, we have a team here uh, (laughs) coming for the arena football, and they called themselves the Ozark Lunkers. And I I, I just can't imagine, like, a Lunker, I mean – I know Stephanie, a cheerleader walrus are well, a longer club. It longer would be important. And yes, then I would pick it. <laughs> I <love the> <laughs> well, Stephanie, one of my questions for you is and we've known this about the NFL for a long time, uh, but cheerleaders notoriously have not been paid a lot of money in the NFL. So as a matter of fact, if you guys want to look up the history, the NFL cheerleaders are actually only paid fifty dollars per uh, game that they cheerlead at and they usually only cheerlead at the home games so i was kind of curious uh stephanie about uh how you felt about you know the pay and a lot of what uh cheerleaders make money from is doing like calendars uh special events and stuff like that so do you did you have any thoughts or an experience in that i
1: uh, well i think from what I did do, is, it's the experience you get from the other stuff. It's the calendars, it's all of those things. They don't pay you hardly anything, and then you're just supposed to go out and do it. And So I don't know what else to say except that, you know, it's very underpaid.
0: Right. What about the exposure from, like, you know, like one of the mo- most famous uh, cheerleaders was, like, the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders. Um, you know, they've always been been like highly regarded in the nfl and, and pretty famous around the world as far as the internet um so most and most teams on the nfl though that have cheerleaders uh do not get that kind of recognition so like i said mostly the the income that they make from cheerleading either comes from like doing calendars um you know promotions and stuff like that Uh so in your experience and trying to uh be a cheerleader, become an NFL cheerleader. um, What are some of the obstacles that you had to overcome to get to that point?
1: Well, to get to that point, like I will tell you, my friend, um, he was on the Patriots, won three rings. We went to school together in in Sacramento, which you know very well. And uh, Lonnie Paxton and his wife was a cheerleader. And she wasn't getting like hardly any money. Well, he was, like, raking in the money. And they ended up having some kids, and she had some complications, so he quit. But after, well, here's a little short story. After three rings and then some problems, because I think they said there was, like, the, the balls weren't inflated, right? I don't know. I do not know what happened. Um, but um, I will tell you this. Um, they weren't getting paid right. And so what they were doing is um, getting money. Um, just based on calendars and then if if they were lucky with social media it was social posts like you know because you can make money off of social media uh, in that route especially if you're a cheerleader
0: yeah that that's very true and and uh i I know that from personal experience and talking to some former cheerleaders and dance stars uh, from the NFL as you guys know i in the past have interviewed a uh, some dance teams and stuff like that so uh, just from my prior experience in interviewing some of the uh dance offs cheerleaders and stuff like that i know that they're not paid very well um but like i said most of the money comes from things hey tj do you have another question there for stephanie For questions well I think TJ is thinking about his question let me ask you another question what it's what, paid kind, of of, what not. kind of what prepper... kind <laughs> of course they're not paid enough. Uh what what kind of like training and stuff like that goes into becoming a cheerleader some some people say it's not a sport I disagree with that
1: it is bull. Bull. if they say it's not a sport I mean, the time that I did spend in cheerleading, it is running and um, doing all of the drills that like the football players do for the most part, and training. And plus, you're jumping up on top of people and trying to lift them. And if you think that lifting someone is easy and they're 150 pounds, that it's not. It's not easy. And so, and and to me, that is not just like a like a lot of people say it's not a sport. I say it is. And the work that the cheerleaders put in is more than enough to be called a sport. Um, But think about it. Just really think about it. They're, like, lifting and throwing and having to learn all these moves. And then yet, even when they're not doing everything else, they're still having to run and do all the exercises, do the calisthenics, and do everything. So they're doing everything that everyone that's doing sports in that age group is doing. That is... an an athlete that's not just like cheerleading and that's what i don't really like to hear when i hear people are like you're a cheerleader so you didn't like you're not an athlete that's not true
0: no i would agree it's
1: hard work it's hard work it's very hard work it's not like you're just putting on a fancy outfit and like just running out like you're doing all the work people don't see that
0: Right, no, I, I would agree with you on that statement as well, uh, because you know, obviously like uh there's national cheerleading squads there's there's a lot of things have gone into it.
1: Do you know how hard they work to get to the where they are? Do you know how hard they train? and then people say they're not athletes.
0: No, nah, I, I totally agree with you there, Stephanie. So like uh what what kind of cheers uh did you do?
1: I just only did them in, in high school. And I will tell you this, we, we train harder than the football players. We had to run every day and we ended up running like sometimes five miles a day and then lifting and then, um, then doing all the exercises, other exercises and squats and lunges. That was two and a half hours to that. And then we'd have to start doing the exercises of jumping up on top of each other and you know, that doesn't feel safe. You're just jumping on someone and you hope that they catch you. Um, and then they have to hold you. So there is like pressure there and they have to be strong enough to do that. And you have to be strong enough to be like, basically not move and make sure that they're safe. It, it's, it's very complicated. And I will say um, what they do is, it, it's very difficult
0: right there's a lot of coordination so do they like uh i know they have like team leaders and stuff like that but there's there's a lot of coordination so like um like when you cheerlead for a team i mean obviously you have to come up with some routines there's there's a lot of dancing and stuff involved uh moves stuff like that coordination um so who how does that get decided on who is in charge of doing that
1: the person that would be in charge would be the supervisor, or the coach, um, but then you have one person that's usually made the, like, leader. The leader is usually the one that's not, you know, messed up, like, like the best one qualified. The leader will kind of follow the the coach, and that's typically how it works. So, the leader follows the coach. The coach determines everything. And it's just a matter of like what they're. If you're doing like planks, if you're jumping, if you're leaping, because you know you got like you have you, you have a girl that's like leaping upside down ten feet into the air. You better know that like. So it's a synchronized event of catching. It's it's it is it it is athletics. It is art. It is not just like we're just gonna fling somebody up in the air and they're gonna fall down, hopefully we grab them. It does not work like that.
0: Well, did you have any so, scary moments while you were doing cheerleading? Were, were you tossed around?
1: Um, well, the, when I, I mean, I only did it in high school. but uh, I mean, one of my friends, she was um, in college and she was at uh, Cal State Sacramento, and they flung her up in the air, and that was during like a big, huge event. Um, so it was a big football event. And they did not catch her, and she fell straight to the ground. And she went away to the emergency department. They had to like take her away. They 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 totally messed it. So I mean, it's not it's not safe when you think about it. Like cheerleading, oh, it's so safe. Um, and you think about football. Yes, you get some unsafe moments, and some of these players are ending up like you know broken knees, going to like the hospital, Just go straight to the hospital. So it's not like, it's not like so safe as you think. It's not like, we're just cheerleading. Uh, There's a lot of technique involved, and there's a lot of sport involved. And that's, that's all I can say about it.
0: Well, let me ask you on a a personal note. I've always kind of wondered this question. Do a lot of the cheerleaders end up dating the players? Yes. And what about, does that add any kind of weirdness or? or, I think
1: it does, like. My friend um the friend that i told you about that uh he and i were uh, like uh he and i were tight when we were in, in college before he played he played base, er, baseball and football for iowa state um and then he came back to cal state sacramento at lonnie paxton he's the one i told you won three rings from the new england patriots one of my best friends um he met his girlfriend that way so i would say from everything i saw like uh, Giselle Bunchen, Well, she by then was a model, so I don't think that that actually matters, but was that was at the wedding But yeah, they usually end up dating
0: These guys oh, it makes sense since they spell a lot of times Well, TJ We're almost at the end of our 15 minutes with Stephanie here. Did you have any come up with a question yet?
2: Ridiculous. They don't consider it more of a sport because it really is not anybody just anybody can walk in and do that what, What's it like going to the tryouts to get in there?
1: Thing is, um, nobody can do that. Like do you understand how difficult it is to do flips and to do jumps and to okay, Salt so like six times and do a backflip eight times and you can, can you jump on someone and it's only like two people and have a landing that is not the same as just like i'm gonna go for a run it's, it's very taxing it is very athletic
2: well, it falls into gy- gymnastics as far as i can see
1: it is it is like gym and gymnastics is a sport and what they're doing is a sport and it's not out there just like yay we're gonna cheer for our team what they're doing is like it's gymnastics that's the best way i can describe it and um they're they're sometimes more athletic than the football players that are out there
0: right and there's a lot of uh just like in any kind of thing there's like you said there's a lot of uh training and coordination to go along with it there's i'm sure hours spent uh going over routines and then also also uh, also another thing with that is uh some of the football fields still are outdoors, so weather comes into that as well. Uh, being out there with the teams in all kinds of weather. Um, and
1: usually you're in tiny clothes that are cold.
0: Yeah, that yeah, that's that's another thing.
1: Here, here's That'll a question: Why can't we wear <laughs> what, why can't we wear sweatpants? Why can't we wear a snowsuit and be out there? And you got to be out in a little tiny thing, and at, like all your whole body is showing almost in freezing cold. Why don't we make it, I think we should change it and have, like, a. I think we should modify it and then have everybody in sweatsuits. One-piece sweatsuits.
0: Yeah, that would be very interesting. I don't know if the NFL would go for that.
1: No, they wouldn't, but think about it. It would be like, have you ever seen Christmas Story? Yes. So, it would be like Ralphie's little brother when he has a one-piece like a snowsuit on, and he's like, I can't put my arms down. I can't put my arms yeah, down. Yeah, if everyone in the team had those on, they will never be cold. But well, they may have a hard time like doing flips and
0: stuff. Well, Stephanie, know. I'm gonna say thank you for uh, joining us tonight. Uh, it's a little bit of a short time with you because uh, TJ and I have to get busy and picking our odds and talking about the games for this week. But thank you for joining uh the show tonight, and I will talk to you later.
1: You're welcome, and I hope that you guys find nice snowsuits for the winter.
2: Yeah, thank you. You're very informative.
1: TJ, you need a snowsuit, okay? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, get, I will get you one. I will. I know you guys got stuff to do, but I will straight up get you one, and it's going to be sweet. You'll see.
0: <laughs> All right, Stephanie, I will talk to you later. I'll get with you about uh, future shows and stuff like that. appreciate you coming on. And uh, thanks for being on uh, Outlaw Sports Betting Club. Thank you,
1: Michael. It's always a pleasure. And thank you, TJ. Hope to see you guys again or at least talk to you
0: again. Oh, uh, you will. All right.
1: Take care, okay, guys? All right. Bye. Thank you. All
0: right. That was Stephanie. She's a, a former uh, – I know she said she only did high school, but I think she actually did more in high school. I think she was misunderstanding. I know she – was a cheerleader in high school and she did some college and some uh, professional cheerleading so um, I appreciate the insight on that uh, Stephanie It gave, kind of opened a little bit of doors for TJ and I on uh, the world of cheerleading
2: yeah that's ridiculous how much they get for that that's, that's just totally crazy compared to what they're paying everybody else for all this stuff
0: yeah it, you know she has a really good point and I I'd go back to this and, you know, I don't really have a problem with people getting paid to play football. You know, if you have a talent and it is, it is an entertainment sport, and I don't, I don't have a problem with the players getting paid. Uh, but what I do have a problem with is, is the amounts that they get paid and what the other people in the NFL get paid. Like referees get paid way less. Cheerleaders get paid way less. I mean, other people that do jobs and stuff like that for the NFL that are critical for the NFL get paid way less. But yet here we are paying these players multi-millions of dollars to play in the NFL. You know, it just it's always seemed kind of backwards to me. And I know I'm going to get some slack for this, but I, I don't think, like I said, I don't have a problem paying the players. But I think there should be a cap on how much money they actually get paid to play the game. You look at how much they get
2: for tickets and stuff for Pete's sakes They could afford to give them girls a few extra bucks for that, you know At least it decent wage for being out there and supporting their team
0: All right, well we got to get to um, making our picks for week 13. I wanted to bring up our picks for last week We actually did both really good last week uh, probably one of our best weeks that we've done in our picks so far in uh, week 12 you went ten and six I went eleven and five. I do have to make in one mention, uh, just because I know it's gonna bite me in the ass again this week. Uh, the Bears pulled it out over the Vikings in the end, twelve to ten, and I uh, went I, I went against them this week, and the Bears once again proved the outlaw wrong. So um, you know that kind of kind of like I was like really disappointed in not that I was happy that we won. But I was disappointed that I picked against my team and they and they proved it's it's I don't know it's I don't even know what to say about it because it's like I don't know I just bit me in the ass I'll just put it that way uh, anyway we're at 181 games overall Tim you're at a hundred wins 81 losses I'm at 106 wins and 75 losses uh, we're going into week 13 uh, we're going to start talking more about the playoff pitcher and stuff uh, in the following games. Uh, we might have some more guests come on before the season ends. Uh, but let's get to the game this week, which is falls on December 30th. It is your Seahawks versus the Cowboys. And I'm a little bit surprised at this line. Uh, the Cowboys minus nine at home.
2: Yeah. this one's a tough pick because i'm i'm really tempted to go with the seahawks
0: i think if i was i i I was thinking if i was betting the money line i probably would bet your seahawks or not the money line the point spread
2: right but i'm going to stick it out (laughs) and take the seahawks
0: all right well i'm gonna go against you take the cowboys at home um, I just think home field advantage and I don't see a lot of action on either side of the game. There's kind of equal action. So that, this could really be anybody's game. Uh, the, the Seahawks bring it every time they play. And uh, I don't know, they could give the Cowboys a rough time at home. The only reason I'm taking the Cowboys, to be real honest with you, is I'm more more on your side, believe it or not, TJ. But I, I just because just the Cowboys are at home, I think they have home field advantage. And then we want to play a little bit wetter and walk out with a, a win against the Seahawks at home. But we'll see how it all falls out. Uh, so our next our next game start on December 3rd. Uh, we have the Chargers versus the Patriots. Uh, the Chargers are on the ro- road at the Patriots are at home plus six. Well,
2: I'm going to stick with the Chargers on that one.
0: Yeah, I I even though. The Patriots at home, and remember we talked about this last week. The Patriots just haven't shown up. Normally, if the Patriots were at home, i would be honest with you, I would be picking the Patriots because they're one of the few outdoor fields. It's getting cold. Uh, This game's in December. The Chargers notoriously, our West Coast team, do not play well in the cold. Uh, But with the Patriots' record right now, I just have to roll with the Chargers as well. All right. We got the Lions and the Saints. Uh, the Lions, uh, the Saints at home, plus four.
2: And I'm going to go with the uh, Lions on
0: that. I'm going to go with the Lions on that, too. I think the Lions uh, are are one of the teams that we're going to be talking about here in the future in the playoff picture. And plus, oh, the yeah. sports book shows a lot of action. There's four, four books that show action on the Lions, so I'm, I'm liking that. All right, we got the Falcons and the jets. the Jets plus two and a half at home.
2: Uh, I'm gonna go with the jets or
0: no the Falcons. I'm sorry, okay, and I'm gonna roll with the Falcons on you with that and again, just I don't know the jets really haven't been showing us much, and i I like the Falcons. all right, we got the Cardinals and the Steelers. Uh, the Steelers at home at minus six and a half.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Steelers.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna roll with the Steelers. The Cardinals just really again, uh, not been showing us a whole lot on the field. All right, we got the Colts and the Titans. Uh, the Titans are plus one at home. The Colts minus one in all the action. Uh, on five, books is going towards the Colts. And that's who
2: I'm going to stick with. Colts it is.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go with the Colts as well. All right, we're shooting down to the next game. We got the Dolphins and the Commanders. The Commanders at home at plus nine and a half.
2: Yeah, I'm going to go with the Dolphins.
0: Yeah, i got to stick with your Dolphins as well. Though, again, as I've said in previous shows, and I hope you guys I keep this in mind if you're at the sportsbook wagering, that plus nine on the Commanders could look very well on a ticket. All right, we got the Broncos and the Texans. The Texans are minus three and a half. Oh, that's a tough
2: one. I'm going to go with the Texans.
0: I think I'm going to stick with the Texans with you on that, too. They're at home. I think that point spread is... Probably with them, all the action is on the Broncos. I mean, there's literally seven sportsbooks going with the Broncos. So you and I, so you and I are picking against the sportsbook today.
2: Right, and they're both six and five too.
0: So, all right, we got the Panthers and the Buccaneers. Uh, the Buccaneers minus six and a half. I'm uh, going with the Buccaneers. I'm going to go with the Bucks too. This is another game though. Where all the action is going on, the Panthers. There are six sports books that have action on the Panthers. Uh, though I do like the Buccaneers at home, there's only one sports book that is showing any action on the Buccaneers. So, uh, kind of interesting there. All right, we got this out to be a pretty good game. We got the 49ers and the Eagles at home. The Eagles plus two and a half. That's a tough one. You
2: know what? Um, I'm going to go with the Eagles.
0: They both have really good records, correct?
2: Yeah, they do, yeah. 49ers 8-3 and the Eagles are 10-1. and yeah, I, I,
0: I think the Eagles at home, I think I will yeah, take I that as well.
2: To, well. I think I'm going to try them out and see what happens.
0: All right. The next game we got, we got the Browns and the Rams. The Rams at home at minus 3.5. I'm going to
2: take the Rams.
0: Yeah, I think I'm going to stick with the Rams with you on that as well. All right, the next game they've been touting this game. This ought to be a really good game, too We got the Chiefs and the Packers and the Packers are plus six and a half
2: got a lot of action
0: A lot of action on the Packers. I think that has to do with the point spread but, yeah, this, but I'm
2: gonna go with the Chiefs
0: I'm gonna go with the Chiefs, too. This ought to be a really good game. I saw this promoted I would actually like to watch this game because I think this is uh, one of the few times that the Chiefs have played the Packers at home, and all the action really is going on the Packers. So, um,
2: yeah, I'm going to watch that one too.
0: All right. And then we got Monday night game, which is on the fourth. We got the Bengals and the Jaguars. Uh, The Jaguars are minus six or, yeah, um, minus seven and a half. Well, they've moved to six and a half now. So Jaguars minus six and a half at home.
2: I'm going to go with the Jaguars.
0: Going to stick with the Jaguars too. And just so you guys know, uh, the Bears are on a bye week this week, so they are not playing.
2: Yeah, you didn't see the Bears game, did you? I did not. Uh, they pulled it out in the very last part of the game the last
0: 20 seconds. Yeah, I just uh, I kind of like saw the score at the end and I was like, I, I looked today when I was doing our, our totals for the things and I was like I, I'm kind of glad I don't have to make a pick this weekend with the Bears because I don't know what I would do. But let me go over our, our picks real fast. So um, Tim, you got the, uh TJ you got the Seahawks, Chargers, Lions, Falcons, Steelers, Colts, Dolphins, Texans, uh, Texans, Bucks, Eagles, Rams, Chiefs, and Jaguars. Uh, the only game that we're on the difference on are the Seahawks Cowboy game. So I got uh, the Cowboys, Chargers, Lions, Falcons, Steelers, Colts, Dolphins, Texans, Bucks, Eagles, Rams, Chiefs, and Jaguars. So we only uh, got one game that we're on the opposite sides this week. And uh, I just want to remind everybody uh, check out Seven Brew. Our sponsor for uh, this year for uh, Outlaw Sports Betting Club. If you guys are uh, anywhere near a 7 brew, go grab some coffee, get some gift cards, um, get a latte, get a smoothie. uh, Just check it out. Uh, If you want a job, they're looking for people. They're expanding all over the place. Uh, So you guys can go to the career page. And uh, TJ, you got any last thoughts before we close this week's uh, podcast out?
2: We have a joke. Uh, The instigator has a joke for us. Okay. Well, I just got right on my husband. He just put a puzzle together in one day. And the box said two to four years.
0: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, hopefully it was a good puzzle.
2: The two to four years was
0: age group. <laughs> <laughs> I knew there had to be something in there.
2: Yeah, that, that's, that's a clincher right there.
0: <laughs> well, TJ and the Instigator, thank you for being on this week's show. Of course, join us next week uh, for week 14 as we keep going through uh, on a podcast all the way to the NFL Super Bowl. And... Uh, next week i'm going to update you guys on some of the voting uh again uh that i've been putting out there been we'll narrow it down to uh two choices uh so the top two choices uh will be put on the end of the podcast and put on youtube for you guys to vote on um so we'll go through that and see what uh one of the two fates for tj and i will be at the end of the season and uh Besides that, just keep joining us. Keep coming back. Appreciate you guys listening. Become outlaws because you're wanted.